What is your American dream? Is it to own your own business? Build your dream home? Restore that antique car with your son? Whatever it is, it's worth protecting. I'm Mary Stover, a licensed insurance agent for over 17 years, and I'm passionate about protecting your American dream with a purpose. This podcast is more than just insurance. It's for the determined, independent American who works their tail off to provide for their family. If you believe in personal responsibility, freedom, and the American dream, then you're in the right place. This is the American Dream Podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the American Dream Podcast. As always, thanks so much for joining me. I'm going to dive right in. Today, I'm talking about how to shop for life insurance. But before I do that, I'm going to do what no one should do. I'm going to assume that you listened to the last podcast episode about who needs life insurance, right? You've already listened to it, right? <laughs> if you didn't, um, go back and listen to it after, after this episode. It's a good one. But continuing the talk of life insurance during this month of February, the month of love, I wanted to discuss how to shop for life insurance. A lot of people assume it's a very daunting task and something they just have no clue about, so they completely avoid it right? It's the fear of the unknown. And I'm going to hopefully ease your concerns and walk you through what to do. But first, before we go through what to do, let's talk about what not to do when you're shopping for life insurance, okay? All right, here's what not what not to do. First, don't just contact any old life insurance company. Um, you know, any ad that you hear, um, any cheesy radio ad or anything like that, don't just call anyone, okay? You want to look into their financial health and how long they've been in business, what's their history. All of these are really important factors when you're considering buying a policy that will hopefully, fingers crossed, be with you for years and years and years to come, right? Uh, it would be really unfortunate if you buy like a 30-year term life insurance policy and this company is no good and they go bankrupt in 10 years, right? We don't want to do that. So you want to make sure that whatever company you're contacting is a good, solid, financially sound company. Okay. Secondly, do not go into the process assuming the person on the other end of the phone can either read your mind on what you need or want. Um, and don't just assume that they have your best interest at heart. I'm not throwing any one person under the bus um, because there are good and bad people out in the world, right? But um, if they don't know you from the next guy and they have um, an incentive, a commission um, to earn, then would they sell you a policy that might be more expensive that you maybe don't need or maybe doesn't meet your needs? I don't know. Uh, it's something to keep in the back of your mind. That's why it's important to work with someone that you um, trust, okay? And and you don't want to fall into like a one-size-fits-all type policy. Um, and you could get that if you call just any person. You know, you hear a radio ad and you just call them and say, I need this amount of life insurance. And they say, okay, here's a, here's a term policy for you. And that's it. You don't want to do that. Okay. You want to work with someone that, that asks you questions, understands your financial needs, and takes it from there. Okay. Now, here's what to do. 
to shop insurance, to shop the life insurance that you've been putting off for so long, okay? Before you call anyone or email anyone or hop on a website, what you want to do is write down your general goals of what you want the life insurance to accomplish for you. Now, if you're thinking to yourself, I literally have no idea. Life insurance is just one of those things I know I'm supposed to do, but, and I I know I just want to leave money for my family, but what, you know, I, other than that, I have no clue. Well, I'm here to guide you. Okay. Here are some common reasons why people get life insurance. One, um, to pay off debt, whether it's a mortgage, um, student loans, car loans, any debt, credit card debt, whatever it is. If that is one of your things that concerns you, if you've got a lot of debt, um, life insurance, a, a big chunk of life insurance can be a good answer for you. Um, you want to, if this is one of your goals, you want to, before you get on the phone, just total up your current debt situation so your agent or the person that you're talking with knows how much life insurance to quote for you. Okay, that's just a, a little tip there before you um, start calling around. All right. Uh, another reason to get life insurance is to replace somebody's income. Okay. If, if so-and-so your husband or your wife is the breadwinner of the family, it's going to be very difficult, both emotionally because you just lost your loved one. (laughs) Um, of course it's going to be very difficult if you take a huge financial hit and you don't have your main source of income coming in anymore you know, now do you have to move out of the home that you have built with your family? Um, Do you need to now take a second and third job to provide? These are, that's a very difficult thing to do when you're already trying to deal with the emotional baggage of losing your family member. Okay. Now, if you are looking to replace your income or, or somebody in your family's income, you want to take the annual earned income of that person, excuse me, and multiply it by at least five, at least. Um, There are some people out there that say multiply it by 10. Um, Then you'll have some idea of what to have quoted. And I'm going to really emphasize at least five times because literally no one has come up to us after their loved one died and after they got their life insurance death benefit paid to them. No one has said to us, boy, this is way too much that, you know, my husband wasn't worth that much. You can have this money back. Everyone has thanked us. If anything, they always say they wish there was more because there's always some other expense that you just didn't anticipate. Maybe you didn't anticipate insane medical bills. Um, Maybe you're just not anticipating that, but what if somebody dies in some kind of tragic, tragic accident? Um, There are always things you just don't know. It's better to provide an extra cushion of financial security for your loved ones. So, you know, at least five times your annual earned income, maybe go 10 if if you can afford it. Okay. Another reason people get life insurance is to pay for final expenses, simply put. Okay. You don't want the burden of burying you or having a funeral for you to be on your family. You don't want them to have to take out a loan um, to to bury you, right? Now, you may say, well, that's crazy. Why would I take out a loan? But I, I looked it up before I recorded this episode. And 
<clears throat> it, as of 2020, the average cost of a funeral is anywhere between $7,000 and $12,000. Not a lot of people have seven dollars to $12,000 just lying around that they didn't already have plans for. Um, so keep that in mind. If that is your goal for the life insurance policy, then you know how much at least you want to get the policy for, okay? Um, and then some other reasons... Uh, you can, people get life insurance, they can get like a, a comp, more complex policy that builds cash value. And they do that to ensure a more comfortable retirement. Okay. And then another one is to do some estate planning. So in, when the person passes away, part of the death benefit will go to form a charity or um, go to form a scholarship for something that is near and dear to their heart, stuff like that. So figure out what your goal is of the life insurance. Have that written down so you have a very clear picture of what you want to achieve when you get in touch with your agent. Now, speaking of agent, here's your next step. You definitely want to call, if you work with an independent agent already, that's who you want to go to for the life insurance. And if you don't have an independent agent, I'm going to ask you why. Um, check out episode 13 of the podcast, um, of why an independent agent is really the only way to shop insurance. They work for you, not the company. Um, I'm not going to go into all of that. You can listen to the episode and I'll link it in the show notes. Um, but start with your agent, okay? They already have a relationship with you. Um, they know you. They've been working with you for a while. You've started to build trust with them. It's always a great place to start. Plus, another bonus here. Um, some companies will give you an extra multi-policy discount on your home and your auto if you get life insurance through them. So it makes everything less expensive. Okay. That can definitely be a good place to start. If you don't work with an independent agent, um, try to get life insurance through the same company that you have your, um, your car and your home insured with. Uh, get in touch with the company itself and see if they can help you. If not, then again, do your research and find a solid, uh, financially sound life insurance company and go from there. Okay. Next thing, be ready and willing to be completely forthcoming about health related issues. Your agent is going to ask you questions like your height and your weight. And do you have any health issues? And you're definitely going to want to disclose things here. Um, <clears throat> it's best to be completely upfront and honest at the onset of the conversation. So your agent can give you realistic quotes. Um, they can give you like the best quotes and then completely disappoint you when, when you go through the application process. Or you can give them all of your health information and you know what you're getting into. And you're not surprised when it comes time to get through the application process. It's really disappointing from an agent standpoint to quote those best rates because, hey, this person is in excellent health. And then you know, you go through the application process and hey, actually, they've been smoking for 20 years. Um, I've had that happen. So be ready and willing to discuss your health issues. Of course, everything is confidential and uh, your, your agent just needs to know so that you aren't, there are no surprises in the end. Okay. And last but not least, be prepared to possibly do a health exam. And I say possibly because there are some life insurance companies out there that are willing and able to do life insurance for a certain age range and up to a certain amount of death benefit. 
without a medical exam. This is huge. Um, one of our, our companies that we work with has, has a new product as of last year, and it allows us to issue a life policy within minutes, guys. Minutes. It's so awesome. Uh, trust me when I say life insurance has never been this easy. Um, I feel like I sound like a commercial here, but it really hasn't. I recall a time when it took months sometimes to get a life policy issued. We are not there anymore. It can be very quick and painless. Okay, literally painless. Without an exam, you don't have to get pricked. You don't have to do a urine sample. It can be painless, okay? So I hope this was helpful for you. Please share with whomever you think might need the advice. My goal is to help as many people as possible. So spread the word, will ya? All right. Thanks so much for listening and I'll catch you the next time. Bye. For more information about our agency and what we can do to help you, go to www.advantageinsurance.com. Advantage has two A's. So it's A-A-D-V-A-N-T-A-G-E insurance.com. Also follow me on Instagram at Advantage I-N-S 1830. If you follow on Instagram, there's a freebie for you. Five mistakes to avoid when shopping car insurance. Get this freebie in your hands the next time you go to shop your insurance and make sure you're not making those five mistakes. Okay. Thanks so much for joining. I'll see you next time.